All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Nicholas. This is the Depths of Music podcast. And today I'm going to be tackling an album review of a new album, not just to me, but to the whole world. At the time of recording this, it's it was released two days ago. Yeah, two days ago on Friday, um, which, of course, I'm talking about Olivia Rodrigo's Sour um, debut album from a new artist kind of new uh Olivia Rodrigo she's well known for High School Musical um on Disney Plus the new High School Musical series which I haven't seen sue me and of course her viral single Driver's License which is on this album that I'll be talking about in a minute uh I wanted to listen to this album because when there's a really big splash made by a artist especially someone so young uh it's always very interesting to me kind of reminded me of how I felt when I saw, like, how young Billie Eilish was when she came out and she really shook the music world up. So I feel some interesting ways about this record, and I think there's a lot more to talk about in this album than initially it may seem on the surface. So to dive into it, the first track is called Brutal. Um, So Brutal starts with the pretty much last thing I expected on an Olivia Rodrigo album, which is Loud Electric Guitars. Um, this album, this is a very interesting start to the album because it's a very different song than you're going to see for the rest of the record. Um, most of the lyric material, instrumentals, tone is very different than what the rest of the album sounds like. But regardless, I think this is one of the better tracks here. It's a pretty basic song lyrically about the pressures of being a teenager, how at the end of the day, it kind of sucks regardless of what people telling you, like, oh, this is the best year of your life. There's a line about, you know, uh, sick of being 17, where's my teenage dream? Kind of, you know, along those lines. Really kind of punchy hook, really kind of good vocal performance, and something that I was really hoping after hearing the first two singles to this album, hearing um, Deja Vu and Driver's License, I was hoping to see Olivia branch out into different styles musically and lyrically. Um, and I'll touch on the lyrics later. But musically, this is a pretty big divergence, and I think this kind of shows some of the versatility I think she's going to have, or she's having and displaying on this first album. Uh, really great opening statement, actually, for the album, and kind of snap me to pay attention as the uh album starts yeah genius describes it as a punk rock take on generational trauma which you know punk rock and you'll see this a little bit later there's certain elements of pop punk or rock or pop kind of in ways that we didn't really see until the full project came out from olivia so I think this really shows, you know, her diversity and her myriad of influences. There are certain tracks on here, you'll, we'll see, where she very much, like, her voice goes into a very, like, Haley Williams a la Paramore kind of pop-punky vocals, and she can also do the very smooth vocals. So right off the bat, for a debuting new artist, diversity is important, kind of, for me, to show that you're not just a one-trick pony. You've got a lot of things to offer, and you've got a lot of reasons why people from all over the musical spectrum should keep being interested in you. And I think as an opening statement, Olivia's doing a really good job here. It's a very good song in that right. So, overall, starting off pretty strong. The next song, Traitor, is one of the other best songs on this record. Um, But this kind of gets more into something that the record is more familiar with. So Traitor is a song about essentially a breakup, which this whole album, spoiler alert, is about a breakup. It's about the same breakup. Um, This album and this song are about the breakup that Olivia had with another, with a guy she was into, very much in love with. He broke up with her to kind of leave for another girl. Now, I know there is actual, like, real life, like, people, internet sleuths and Twitter keyboard warriors or whatever have identified who actually is the person Olivia's talking about, but I'm just going strictly off of what is said on record. Um, And Olivia says here, 
basically she frames it that like this guy's a traitor because he didn't really cheat on her he didn't like actually like do anything with this girl as far as she knows even though she suspects it she didn't really do anything with this girl while they were together but like he moved on pretty quickly so whether he actually was cheating on her you know Olivia, as well as the listeners, not really sure, but regardless of whether he cheated, he just didn't really care and moved on quickly, or something else was going on, it's pretty clear that Olivia doesn't really understand the motives and kind of his perspective on this, and that also is conveyed to the audience of, you know, Olivia feels very betrayed, and this this album, in a way, is a very emotional album, it's a very heartfelt album, uh, Twitter, uh, not Twitter, um, the Rolling Stone, I saw in an article, called it like a, kind of like a Gen Z, a very Gen Z album, which I think sums up kind of how I feel about it. This song, though, I think is really good because, trust me, this is not going to be the only time we're going to hear about this relationship. Um, actually, to most of you who have probably heard Driver's License, you're probably already making some connections in your head. But I think this includes some of the... Uh, her best lyrics about it and kind of the best in-depth moments we get on her. You know, um, we get some really great stuff. Uh, scrolling through the genius praise, you know, guess you didn't, uh, took you two weeks to go off and date her. Guess you didn't cheat, but you're still a traitor. You're still a traitor. You know, I wish you would have thought this through before I fell in love with you. Um, you betrayed me and I know you'll never feel sorry for the way I, for the, uh, for the way I hurt, yeah. You know, loved you at your worst, but that didn't matter. You know, ain't it funny how you ran to her the second we called it quits? And ain't it funny how you said you were friends? Now, sure as hell don't look like it. Kind of really paints a good image of how Olivia feels why she feels this way and it's good that this is positioned in the way it is on the album because we get a lot we get a lot of content about this relationship this is very clearly weighing a lot on olivia's mind and i have my criticisms with the way this is portrayed later in the album especially but i think this is a really great opening statement to kind of get you okay olivia dates guy he leaves her pretty much what it looks like to her to be with this girl whether that's actually the case or not olivia doesn't know and she's assuming you know he totally just ditched her to hang out with this new girl and olivia really isn't feeling great about it she feels insecure and she feels very kind of depressed about it and that's a it's a very it's framed in a way that's very you know there probably is more specifics to the situation but the way olivia frames it is in a way that's very general like this is a breakup album that in a lot of ways mine a few specific lyrics can apply to almost anyone's breakup especially like a cheating situation and i think that's one of the strengths of the album and why people will like it so much to me i personally wish we would have gotten a little more details uh and i'll elaborate that for on that further when we get further into the record but the detail level on this album is kind of vague in the lyrics. Um, we get a lot of very general statements, a lot of quotables for a lot of people, um, a lot of big kind of hooks and moments that I could see people putting on TikTok or in Instagram captions. But for the most part, Olivia doesn't get into like the nitty gritty singing about like every specific moment of this breakup and really painting a vivid, vivid picture. This isn't like, you know, the wall or something with these very, with a very detailed storyline, which I think in a lot of ways for a mainstream pop record like this, you know, that's like 30 minutes, I think works totally fine for Olivia. I think she does a really good job of getting a relatable feel out to people, especially her audience of what I'm assuming, you know, obviously... I don't mean any offense, but most likely is teenage girls, kind of younger, uh, you know, going through a lot of hormones and drama of middle school or high school, which is a terrible time for everyone. But she's really doing a good job at kind of playing to that audience. So I could see the divide on this album with some people kind of, you know, labeling, kind of giving her the same treatment they gave Billie Eilish uh, 
I hate to keep making that comparison, but when Billie Eilish came out, and I know personally as a guy, the teenager when she came out, I heard a lot of like, oh, you know, Billie Eilish is just a little girl who makes edgy, sad music for girls who don't know what real life is. Da, 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 da. I could see her getting the same kind of pushback, but generally from what I've seen in just two days, the critical reception of this album seems to be pretty good, and I don't agree with all the praise given to it, but right now I think Traitor is kind of the best moment of Olivia's emotional breakup storytelling on this record, and I think that makes it a standout track that I kind of think about when I think of kind of the idea or concept, if you want to call it a concept behind this album. Uh, track number three, we get to Driver's License, a song that if you haven't been living under a rock, you have heard a thousand times on TikTok or Instagram or whatever place on the radio, wherever. Driver's License is another interesting kind of thesis statement for the project. Um, to me, though, Driver's License falls short in a lot of ways where Trader doesn't. I think that a lot of the like instrumental side of things, it's a little more boring. It really doesn't grab me the way that something like Brutal does or a few other songs on this album do. I think Driver's License doesn't get big enough uh it's it's more of a ballad uh kind of like Trader, but it's a very kind of slower song it's a little bit it's very emotional going on a very specific moment of olivia got her driver's license and this guy that she was with as mentioned in the last song always said oh you'll pick me up and we'll go drive places well now she's got her driver's license and she's driving alone past the street because he dumped her to be with this girl and it's a very specific moment. It's a very touching moment, especially for a lot of people. I know that uh, for people my age, giving getting a driver's license is a big deal. And there's tons of couples who go out, they drive together, they go places together. So I, I definitely see where this is coming from, from Olivia's perspective. Um, my biggest issues with the song really aren't lyrically. It's on the musical side of things. I just don't find most of what's going on here terribly entertaining um i feel like when she gets to that final bridge right before you hit the final chorus uh you know and she's doing that like i still fucking love you part i feel like that final chorus kind of drops off to kind of you know it drops off and doesn't match the energy there i think that chorus is a little sterile i think it could be a little bit bigger a little bit more like, not higher production, but, like, more grandiose production to really convey the, really lean into the drama of this moment, um, and really just lean into that hook, um, which I think is really catchy, not my favorite on the album, but Driver's License is a song that's been really, you know, it dominated the charts. I remember there was even people saying, like, I, I think I remember something about people being, like, oh, industry plant, da-da-da-da-da, all that, like, cheating her way to the top, which I'm not gonna endorse here, I don't really believe that, but Driver's License, I think, succeeds because it, it, it sold this album to the right audience as a very genuine, very emotional statement of heartbreak and regret. You know, you have the line on here, the, the really, my favorite line on this song is the one about, you know, she's hanging out with the blonde girl and she's everything I'm insecure about. I think that's a really kind of cutting line of how much seeing somebody you love with someone else. And even if you're over them, you kind of subconsciously think about this person they're with and go... How am I different? How am I the same? What what did they like about me? What they went for somebody completely different than me? Does that mean they don't like me at all? They they got somebody better than me. All this kind of insecurity that goes through someone's head and I think Olivia does a good job at capturing this a lot on this particular song, but overall, do I think this is the greatest song of all time? Do I even think this is close to the greatest song of the year? No. Uh, I think Driver's License is just a little boring. And I think Olivia even proves on this record that there's a lot better that she can do and that can be done with her talents on this record. Um, 
something I haven't really touched on, but she also has a really great voice. Olivia does a really good job vocally, I think, on pretty much all of this album. Um, overall, pretty solid. I don't think her voice is, like, particularly, like, instantly recognizable, super memorable, but, like, technically, very good. She has the technical... She has got the technical chops, and she has range enough to make pretty much everything she wants to work. She's not, like, going full Mariah Carey and, like, dolphin registering these things, but, like, she's got, she's got the voice. Uh, the next song is One Step Forward, Three Steps Back. Uh, once again, say it with me, this is about her, uh, boyfriend, ex-boyfriend at this point. Um, this kind of gets into kind of how their relationship is. And this song kind of shows, gives us a little bit more depth and kind of shows us that there's a little bit of, uh, there was a little bit of tension even in the relationship, you know, Libby says, it's always one step forward and three steps back. I'm the love of your life until I make you mad. It's always one step forward and three steps back. Do you love me? Want me? Hate me? Boy, I don't understand. No, I don't understand. You know, Olivia talks about this guy and how he has a bit of emotional instability. And we get this a little bit later on the album, too. Basically, he's very kind of unstable. He seems to kind of have these kind of mood swings that he kind of takes out on her. He gets mad at her very easily. So... In a way, this is an interesting layer, and it kind of paints this guy, you know, paints him very much in this role of pretty much what we've heard about him through this entire project is um, that he's kind of a turd, kind of sucks, you know, he's got, you know, he dumped her for this other girl, he he's kind of always gets mad at her or whatever, doesn't really exactly treat her well as far as we're concerned. So it, it makes some of the things that she says about him in, in the end of the album, and especially the moments where she talks about, like, how she kind of would still do it again, kind of make a little bit less sense. Uh, but it definitely also does a good job of... It, it, it very much gives us, like, a... Makes us feel that way for Olivia, and, it, and it's, once again, very vague term. So, like, I've met a lot of friends who's had boyfriends get mad at them, or girlfriends get mad at them. And I think this, once again, kind of skates that line of being a personal story but not getting too personal to where you've still got that relatability to the target audience and while i think you know this is pretty much every song on this record except for two are about this relationship i think even over the course of 30 minutes olivia runs this topic a little dry but overall you know musically this track doesn't really do it for me um hook production nothing really crazy i think on that end it's just kind of a whatever song in the album i think the kind of details i touched on earlier about what we learned about the boyfriend what we learn kind of about their relationship during the time of their relationship and not just post relationship olivia's feelings uh do definitely add some of that depth i felt like this album may have needed a little bit more of as we get later into the track listing so it's a it's an alright track. It's not my favorite. Uh, not one of my least favorites. Um, now we got Deja Vu. Okay, here's the thing about Deja Vu. In my personal opinion, this was a terrible choice for a second single. Um, and I wouldn't say terrible, because I, I get it. But I remember when this song came out uh, as a single with the video. Uh, it came out, and I listened to it, and I thought... Oh my god, this girl's riding the driver's license train. This is about the exact same subject as driver's license. And it's got a lot of very similar themes to driver's license. Of like, you said we would do something. Or we used to do X. And now, you and your girlfriend are now doing X. This, this song, basically Deja Vu, is talking like, Oh, do you get Deja Vu when you're with her? Because like, you do all the things that we do. You know, we listen to Billy Joel you go get strawberry ice cream, you do all these things that we used to do together, but you do it with her, so are you thinking about me when you're doing that? You know, you should be thinking about me uh, when you're doing that with her, because it's my re it's my 
responsibility that you're like this. You know, I made you into this great boyfriend. She thinks you are, you know. And in a way, I remember thinking that this was definitely a little bit of too similar to Driver's License. The hook and musically, I think this gets a little bigger and a little more grandiose than Driver's License. Uh, but the do you get deja vu a uh, little vocal line doesn't exactly do it for me here as much as the course of driver's license so the bigness and the grandiosity that we get a little bit at the end doesn't as much go for me um you know there's a lot of really there's a lot of olivia does sprinkle in these personal details strawberry ice cream to malibu trading jackets uh, a lot of couples change trade jackets so i I liked that line, especially for the relatability, because uh, I've seen so many girls in their boyfriend's hoodies. Not as much the reverse, but I've seen a lot of girls in their boyfriend's hoodies, so it's it's an, it's an it's a lyric that I could definitely relate to in the face of, like, I've seen that. I could see how a girl would see, you know, she would wear a hoodie of her boyfriend, now she sees this new girl in that hoodie, what does that make her feel? Um, and then she talks about Billy Joel, uh, which I thought was really uh, kind of an interesting little anecdote. Um, you know, I've noticed a lot of people have been getting into a lot of retro music. I mean, that's half of what I'm doing on this podcast, but, um, these kind of little personal anecdotes, I like when she puts these in here, but overall, I think the song is just a little bland, you know, it's this very, I, I get where Olivia's coming from on this, of how he's basically just doing the same things with her that she did, and with the exception of, like, you know, there's some very personal things that they did together that he's still doing with this girl, but a lot of it is kind of general relationship stuff, like I mentioned with trading jackets, that's kind of a general relationship thing. So not all of that may be exclusive to what Olivia and this guy had, but she makes a lot of really interesting points about similarities between relationships when you're going between relationships and you're kind of subconsciously comparing them. Overall, though, this song really didn't do it for me, and I thought that it made me feel like Olivia stylistically, both musically, because this isn't musically too dissimilar from Driver's License, I it made me think that musically and lyrically, Olivia was going to put herself in the box. And after listening to the full album, which, you know, albums these days are like 35 minutes, so I have my own thoughts on that. But after listening to this album and listening to Olivia now, do I think lyrically she put herself into a box on this album? A little bit, but I think she also proved both musically and lyrically that she has the potential to do something a lot bigger and go a lot wider, so I'm excited for her future, and I will be watching kind of as she grows as an artist. But overall, I thought this song kind of gave me the wrong impression. It made me feel like this album was going to be a lot worse than it actually was. Um, this was an album I kind of listened to pretty much on the point of I knew she was big and I wanted to hear what she had to offer. And I think there were a lot of pleasant surprises here, but definitely lyrically, you know, as we continue to talk about this boyfriend and this breakup uh, over the course of these lyrics, we'll kind of get to the point where I kind of became a little disenfranchised with the whole ordeal. Uh, so Deja Vu... Track number five. Track number six, Good For You. So, this is the third single. I did not listen to this. Um, actually, I really never listened. I didn't listen to any singles past uh, Deja Vu before listening to this album, which I, I think only includes Good For You, because I, I think this is the final single for the album. Um, you know, once again, I'm kind of glad I didn't listen to this because once again we get another banger I don't know if it's a banger but uh, another song about her boyfriend uh, and this relationship you know well good for you You, I guess you moved on really easily you found a new girl in a couple weeks remember when you said you wanted to give me your world that's good for you I guess that you've been working on yourself this is a very much a more passive aggressive song than we've been getting towards this boyfriend uh over the other songs which have been very emotional and endearing but kind of Olivia's emotions not really like endearing towards the guy but very emotionally honest and raw this is a little more like passive aggressive towards him and 
a little more biting. Although we do get the moment, you know, at the bridge. Maybe I'm too emotional, but your apathy is like a wounded salt. Maybe I'm too emotional, or maybe you never cared at all. Um, and she talks about crying on the bathroom floor. There are moments, of course, on this song where Olivia talks about her own emotions, how she felt post-breakup, and the kind of process she had through that. But you get a lot of these moments where she's talking about how he's working on himself. Um, you know, uh, I guess that therapist I found for you, she really helped. Guess now you can become a better man for your new girl. That hurts. Uh, that's, that's, that's pretty brutal. Uh, that Olivia's, you know, really seemed to try to genuinely, she seems, throughout this whole album, like she genuinely really put everything into this relationship. And seeing it fall apart, when she tried so hard to help this guy who, uh, we learn a little bit more on this song, you know, she talks about, like, reading the self-help book he had. She kind of implies, there's the implication that he, um, as well as her, kind of struggle for, through, uh, a lot of generally what's going on with teenagers and a lot of, you know, the increased rate of depression amongst teenagers, especially in this generation. Um, she kind of throws a lot of more shade on this thing that says, like, you're struggling through these things and, like, you used me as an outlet for your anger or your mood swings or your sadness. And at the end of the day, you're just using me as a stepping stone to be better for this new girl. And this new girl's going to think, oh, you're so great. But Olivia, but really, Olivia is what made you who you are and made you able to be a better boyfriend. Um, which I think is an interesting little angle, kind of, you know, a little bit of sass, a little bit of the quirk in this album. Um, I like that she's not just fully kind of just laying down and going full woe is me. She's giving him a little bit of it back, uh, giving him a little bit of shade, giving a, throwing a few jabs that way, um, but overall, this song really didn't do too much for me, I liked a few lines here and there, but, you know, musically, I guess for this kind of album, and just the way this album is in general, I don't have a lot to say on the, uh, musicality side of things, uh, in most circumstances, and maybe that's just, you know, me not being a great critic yet or me not growing enough. Uh, but a lot of ways, to me, honestly, I just didn't think there was really a lot worth noting on this album. And I think lyrically, this album is more, you know, interesting for what it says and kind of the concept of, like, how this relates as a Gen Z cornerstone, or as some people are calling it. Uh, I think that's a little more interesting than kind of like the different keys that this song this uh project may be in enough for you is the next song on the album um so this kind of goes into so driver's license olivia had that lyric about this girl's everything i'm insecure about well this kind of goes a little bit into what olivia's insecure about not as good as we're going to see later on the album but basically she says you know i wore makeup when you dated because we dated because I thought you'd like me more. If I looked like the other prom queens that you loved before, tried so hard to be everything you liked, just for you to say you're not the compliment type. So basically, we get this picture of Olivia's really trying to wear makeup and look all pretty, do her hair up, look like all these other, she calls them prom queens, kind of like the, I, I'm picturing stereotypically like preppy girls, um, that this guy has dated in the past, and she's not that, but she wants to be that so that he'll love her. Um, and just for him to say he's not the compliment type, for him basically to, like, not really mention anything and not not say, like, oh, you know, I appreciate how you're putting in this effort to make, to look like this for me, or hey, you don't have to, or not really giving any attention to the amount of effort Olivia's putting into this relationship, which I think is definitely a really big deal breaker for a lot of people, and is definitely, like, you know, relationship advice 101. Acknowledge the effort your partner puts into relationships or you're going to end up like this dude and have a whole album written about you. Um, but all joking aside, um, definitely not a cool move. Uh, you know, we get the lyric here. Sorry, I misspoke the last time. This is the one about where we get the self-help book. So you think I'd smart, stupid, upset, uh, emotional, obsessive little me. I knew exactly from the start how you'd leave. So this kind of, and we get a few more lyrics later down the road about someone more exciting. Olivia kind of could tell this guy's kind of like a loose cannon he he likes exciting things and 
you know, when you first get into a relationship, it's exciting, it's new, it's different. You know, you get the stereotypical of, like, the middle school couple who are, like, making out in the hallways because they don't have any other time and they're just so in love with each other, this endearing, very, like, passionate love. But then once things start to cool off in the relationship, you've been at it for a while, you know, a lot of relationships fall apart when they get to the phase where it's maybe not as new or exciting. It's just this long-lasting love. And if you can foster that long-lasting burning love you know you don't let the candle go out just burn it to the ground in the first few months that's how relationships succeed in my opinion and i think olivia is kind of touching on this about how this guy basically left because after a while he just kind of got bored he wanted something new he wanted something exciting and he thought this other girl would provide like a new and exciting thing for him in the wake you know olivia who wanted this seemingly to be a long-term thing kind of got left in the process, kind of got heartbroken in the process because she had different expectations for this relationship than he did. But she also alludes here that she kind of knew this was going to happen. And, you know, that feels bad when you, like, you think somebody, you, like, have this thought of, you know, you have all these quote-unquote paranoid thoughts in your head and saying, like, oh, I'm worried about this and this and this, but you hope that somebody will maybe change for you or they'll be proven wrong. But when somebody leaves you or something goes bad the exact way that you thought it was bad and there was really nothing you could do about it it definitely is a little bit of a bitter feeling you know uh the moment you found someone more exciting next second you were gone and you left me crying wondering what i did wrong and you say i'm never satisfied but i don't think that's true because all i wanted was to be enough for you um definitely a little bit of irony here because he talks about how Olivia's never really satisfied, but throughout this album, obviously, you know, this isn't like a TV show where we're going to get everybody's perspective. This isn't a court case or something. But it makes it really ironic, because it sounds like from this song especially, that this guy is kind of the one who's never really satisfied. He never knows what he wants. He never is kind of sticking to his guns. He's never satisfied. He always wants something new, something more. Which, in a way, is human, but when you're in a relationship... Um, definitely not a good look for him and obviously uh I'm, I'm interested you know i'm sure there's going to be a bunch of spats of drama online between her and this guy which i believe is an actor as well because olivia is an actress he's also an actor and i believe the new girlfriend's also famous i think they're all three of them are famous so uh i mean don't get me wrong i don't know if there's gonna be like diss tracks flying out everywhere but um that might be kind of entertaining but uh you know, he's really, she's really diving in deep of what she thinks made this relationship and this guy not work, uh, which gets a little confusing later on, but it, you know, we get a lot more, we get, we get some more depth here and there, we get a few lines here and there that tell us things about him, tell him things about the relationship, how they broke up, how Olivia feels about it, but overall, in a lot of ways, when we talk about, you know, some of these lyrics, uh, but don't tell me you're sorry, boy, feel sorry for yourself, because someday I'll be uh, everything to somebody else. Um, Olivia, in certain ways, like on this song, she kind of alludes to the fact that she's trying to move on. She's trying to be something better. She's trying to move past this and go into a new relationship where she can be happy with someone else. And how she's going to be, become a better person, and then he'll be feeling sorry for her. Um, which I think is an interesting little point. She kind of touches on in this song, but... Not really a whole lot throughout the rest of the record. Maybe that would have been interesting to see expanded. Overall, though, in a lot of ways, through kind of the back half of this album, B-side of this album, uh, we're kind of treading a lot of the same ground of, like, guy broke heart, Olivia's upset about it, she doesn't like how he, she was treated in this relationship, and, well, I absolutely, you know, I'm not trying to personally judge Olivia for wanting to talk about this so much the lack of lack of depth especially in some of the b-sides on this album kind of make the experience and especially the topic feel a little dragged out a little bit boring so i understand why especially for like i don't know some like dude who his girlfriend wanted him to listen to this and it's like this album that's like all about breakups i, I could see how people could find this over dramatic melodramatic annoying whiny you know, all that, all that stuff that's thrown at a bunch of bands I'm, like, I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, My Chemical Romance is one of my favorite bands, you know, 
I like Blink-182, I like Green Day, I like Paramore, I like Fall of Wine, I like Panic! in the Disco. Like, I, I've listened to things that people have called whiny before, but, um... And I, I, I don't think most of this album's whiny, I just think it's a little repetitive. And I think that a little bit more lyrical diversity would have done Olivia some favors. Uh, Happier is the next song on the record. As I scroll through this genius page, um, once again, say it with me, it's about the breakup. Wonderful. Um, I know I'm getting a little sarcastic, but this is the point of the al album where, subject matter-wise, it kind of started to go in one ear and out the other, kind of drain on me, uh, even on all my lessons. Uh, we broke up a month ago. Your friends are mine, and I know. You moved on. You found someone new. One more girl that brings out the better in you, and I thought my heart was detached from the sunlight of our past, but she's so sweetie, uh, sweet and she's so pretty. Doesn't that mean she you forgot about me? So Olivia also shows, and she showed this on a few earlier songs, that she very clearly cares about what this guy th still thinks about her, and she still kind of has feelings for her, and we'll get to that, especially on the final track of the album. But once again, I feel like, especially for this song, we're kind of treading water again. You know, I hope you're happy now like you were with me. I selfish, I know. I can't let you go, but you'll find someone great that I don't know. I hope you're happy, but don't be happier. Um, she, I like, I like the kind of twist of like, I hope you're happy, but, asterisk, I hope you're not as happy as you were with me because I was better. You know, I like kind of getting these moments of self-confidence from Olivia, kind of getting these moments where you can tell she's not all in the dumps. You can tell that some of that quirk, that energy, that self-confidence is still there. She's not she's not spending this whole 30 minutes talking about how terrible of a girlfriend she was and how I'm not pretty and I'm not worth it and no one would ever love me. No, she's she's taking a few of these moments and she's saying like, no, you you just didn't appreciate me for who I was. But once again, this isn't something we haven't heard before and aren't going to hear again. Um, I really don't have too much to say about it. Uh, at the end of the second verse, we get a part where Olivia talks about, like, picking another girl apart to make herself feel better. Like, you know, looking at the girl and saying, oh, well, I don't like her hair and I don't like this and I was better. You know, kind of making yourself feel better by dragging down someone else, uh, which, you know, is something I think all of us have done. You know, let's say somebody is better than you at your job or your sport or school or you know, it could be a relationship and you look at them and you're like, oh, well, and then you nitpick all their little flaws, make yourself feel better. Like, I'm actually not that bad. I'm actually great. Um, so I understand where Olivia's coming from. And I think there's some, you know, the, those anecdotes are definitely intriguing. But overall, at this point in the album, I felt like we were kind of treading water until we get to the next song, the ninth song out of 11th hap, uh, jealousy jealousy okay so olivia has been spending this whole album talking about relationships uh she's been talking about this specific relationship this breakup she's going through and the emotions she's feeling through it well jealousy jealousy uh in a song about a breakup and a new girlfriend is actually not about this relationship this is an interesting little detour uh once again just like on the first track which I find it similar to and also is one of my favorites just like the first track we get a little bit of heavier production there's a little uh nice little bass lick in there i liked a uh, distorted bass lick uh but this jealousy is not about exactly about this other girl it's just about body standards in general this is a body standard uh song you know i kind of want to throw my phone across the room because i see all these girls too good to be true with these paper white teeth and these perfect bodies wish i didn't care I know uh, beauty's not my lack, but it feels like my weight is on my back and I can't let it go. This is a song, essentially, where Olivia says, I feel like I'm under so much pressure to be perfect. You know, she alluded to trying to wear the makeup when she was with this guy or how this girl she, she's not, he's now with makes her insecure. This song, she's kind of talking in general about how people online, uh, especially women I know face a lot of this, and, and, men, and men do to a certain extent, too see people propping up all these people online that have incredibly like you know in incredibly in for some people impossible bodies uh very you know accentuated features very skinny very you know they've they've got these like quote picture perfect bodies and that's what we see in the media on social media on our phones that's what people are propping up especially with 
like Photoshop, plastic surgeries. And it's making people like Olivia and especially probably a lot of her audience, especially of teenage girls who I know go through this a lot, feel insecure, feel like, you know, if I don't have this perfect, like, perfect, beautiful figure and the most, like, perfect hair and the most perfect skin, then no one will ever love me. I, I you know, can't be loved without makeup or even if I'm, like, you know, any amount of, like, scars, stretch marks on my body is just, like, a deal killer. No one will ever love me. And, well, maybe it's not that extreme. It's definitely a real thing that a lot of people go through, and I think Olivia is, it's good that she addresses this on the album. While it's a bit of a detour, it's, it's definitely important, in my opinion, to talk about this and to talk about how to tell, especially, like, young kids that, hey, you see these things online, you see these people in movies and TV, but you, you should aspire to, you should aspire to look however you want, and, you know, you will find someone, the best people to love you will be somebody who loves you for who you are and not for who you're trying to be. If you're trying to be someone else, that means they love that someone else. You gotta find someone who loves you for yourself, which this album review has turned into a lot more relationship advice than I probably should be doing on my early um, episodes of this podcast, if I should ever be doing relationship advice, because that's not a good idea. But anyways, uh, I digress. I think Olivia talks uh, really well and has a lot of really good points and things to say about this. Um, you know, comparisons killing me slowly. I, I think about it too much about kids who don't know me. I'm so sick of myself. I'd rather I'd rather be anybody else than me. Jealousy, jealousy started following me. Started following me. So once again, you know, caring about what strangers on the internet think about her, especially as a public figure, but even someone with a public internet account. You know, you worry about how many likes you get how many people comment, how many Yas queens you may get, or, like, looking big king you may get at the bottom of your post, but a lot of those people that are liking your post, like, you know, you don't really know them. You know, a lot of people with public social media accounts doesn't really impact them. They don't really have an audience or have, like, these people that, like, all are very intimately cared about what they are doing it's just you know people scrolling through their feed and hitting likes so you know people get really insecure comparing likes when at the end of the day these are people you don't know and for olivia yeah she's got people who intimately follow her personal life that's kind of how stan culture has evolved um but she's also just got a bunch of people looking at every move she does and a bunch of eyes of people who may say like oh i don't like this the way you look here i don't like this why do you look like that when in actuality she's her own person and it just doesn't matter what other people think of her but it's really hard to kind of believe that it doesn't matter what other people think of you you know i can say all i want it doesn't matter what other people think of me but like the end of the day it definitely hurts and i think olivia is really good to address this topic and i think it's a topic in general i think socially we need to keep addressing obviously you know i want people to be healthy and make sure that they maintain you know a physique in a way that makes them comfortable i want just everyone to be comfortable in their own skin uh which is a weird tangent but getting onto these more social topics i think uh shows a lot of maturity that uh olivia is developing in her songwriting and while people are going to point it like oh lyrics about driver's license that's cringy that's so juvenile i think this is a moment that shows a lot of maturity in her songwriting and a maturity and some actually really cool stuff musically uh that i think is a bit of a standout on the album that i want to see her expand in the future um so i think this song is probably my favorite on the album and i think by diving into these deeper issues by really kind of giving us a break from the narrative that we've seen so far and really expounding on what we as the audience have come to expect from Olivia I think does a really good job of you know giving setting up a future for Olivia that she's not just this driver's license girl that she doesn't just sing about breakups she's got ideas she's got topics and she's going to keep running with it but in a way that's not entirely different from the rest of the album uh next we've got famous crime uh we're back on that boyfriend bag as you do um, you know, very consistent theme. I, 
I, I probably actually could see somebody arguing this is like a concept record in a way, uh, which is kind of wild to think about it, but honestly, really ambitious. I kind of like it. Um, you know, you were, uh, she talks about how she's, uh, you know, I know that I loved you so bad. I let you treat me like that. I was your willing accomplice, honey, and I watched you as you fled the stream. Doe-eyed as you buried me in one heart broke, four hands bloody. She, Olivia, keeps kind of going into her opinions on this guy and how he kind of mistreats her. Um, once again, you know, we've heard about this before on the album, all the way back as far as, like, the very first few songs, but... We're getting it a little bit again, you know. You used me as an alibi, crossed my heart and crossed the line. I defended to you to all my friends every time a siren sounds. I wonder if you're around, because I know that I'd do it all again. Uh, the, the siren lyric, I've been trying to, like, kind of, maybe this is just going over my head, but we talk about, they talk a lot about crime on this song, and I'm trying to think if, like, he's, like, a police officer. I don't think he's a police officer, but I don't know. That, that lyric is taking a little while for me to kind of get but um regardless you know cross my heart cross the line defend you to all my friends um because you know every friend group and every group chat's got their opinion on who you're dating and defending someone like when your friends don't like who you're with that's definitely like not a great experience when you have to defend them and you know maybe her friends were right maybe her friends were like hey olivia this dude's kind of a playboy this dude kind of hops around and he might be using you. I don't like the way he's treating you. And Olivia's like, no, he's fine. And then he's not. And then she feels stupid for ever defending him and that her friends were right. That's definitely like a certain kind of heartbreak, you know, hard pill to swallow when things that you so vehemently defended weren't true turn out to be true. Um, but a lot of this, we're kind of just going over, you know, the damage that we do, uh, and how he was kind of her, how she was kind of his crime. Um, kind of a cool little analogy we're going for here, but really nothing crazy, I think, by this point in the album. And then we get to the final song, Hope You're Okay. Um, this song takes an interesting approach on this relationship. Um, you know, we get to, we get, this is very much, I would call like a more storytelling verse. Um, we get two verses, each about a different person. We get one, which I'm going to go out on a limb and assume is this guy. Uh, I knew a boy once when I was small, uh, blonde, eyes of salt, played in the marching band. His parents cared about the Bible more than they cared about their own child, uh, as somebody who grows up in the Bible belt. Obviously, I'm not gonna, like go into anything like super religious but like i have seen that i've seen that mentality before um so i definitely that that definitely hit uh also i'm in the marching band so uh band kids definitely uh interesting little lyric you know he wore a long sleeve to his dad somehow we fell out of touch uh hope he took his bad deal and made a royal flush don't know if i'll see you again someday but uh you're out there i hope you're okay um Actually, the more I read about this, this probably isn't the same guy, right? Because they talk about how they fell out of touch uh, and how she hopes he takes his bad deal and makes royal flush. So she's recounting kind of the story of these two people she knew. And it's not really clear who, but she talks about two people in bad situations and how she hopes the best for them and then that she hopes it's going to be okay. It's kind of a cute little heartfelt message. Yet another one. Uh, my middle school friend grew up alone. She raised brothers on her own. Her parents hated who she loved. She couldn't wait to go to college because she was tired of the world. Her family was merely blood. Um, another interesting sentiment. I've seen this touched on a lot in media about how, like, your blood family versus your actual family in a way of, like, who you really feel is your family. Um, is definitely an interesting uh, point to bring up here in this little story about this girl. Um... We don't talk much, and I hope you say, I miss you, and I hope it's okay. Um, so, honestly, I like I like what Olivia's saying here. I think these kind of little personal anecdotes 
are small little vignettes in her life and is an interesting way to close the album out on uh especially if we've had pretty much mostly just songs about one specific topic it's interesting to go into different parts of olivia's past and it's 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 sweet of her to take a moment on her debut album with such a big press rollout and such big you know she was on snl i believe and she had you know a hit single around the world and to take a moment out of that album and tell these people her friends that she hopes that she loves them and she hopes they're okay uh it's it's a very sincere and a very sweet message which makes for you know one of the better songs in the album um and that's that's where we end um overall you know just some sum ups i don't know if i'm you know this is one of the first reviews i'm recording i don't know when it's going to go out uh, and I don't really know if I feel exactly comfortable, like, scoring this thing, or having a scoring system. Overall, um, I know I definitely gave the album a lot of praise and a lot of negativity. I, I feel kind of conflicted about this record. I feel like it's promising, uh, and it, and it gives, certain moments give us, give me at least a lot of intrigue into the possibility of Olivia Rodrigo's career. I feel more interested in what she does musically now than I did before listening to this album. But, on the other hand, it is still a 30-minute kind of snippet of an album with, like, major like at least 75% of these songs being about one specific scenario. And we don't get a lot of... We get some depth. Like, every song we get a little bit more, but we never get a lot of depth in this relationship and kind of this breakup. Um, and I wouldn't say we get, don't get any, but it never really gets to the point of where I feel it should. Um, and maybe that's just something that's not possible for her. Uh, kind of, you know, we can't really get a bunch of sides of the story on this thing because it's one person giving one account. But I guess I would have liked a little bit more personal details and a little bit more personal depth um, and when we do get that, I think that's really, it's really good on, especially like the last song and the diversions we get on the opening track and on Jealousy Jealousy, I think serve as really great potential setters for Olivia's wide variety of musical influence and her wide variety of sounds that she's going to try to work over. And while I feel like the sonic diversity is something I hope gets a little more, or at least sonic interestingness, uh, gets a little higher on the next album. I think overall she's doing a good job, and I think overall this album was good, it was decent, um, but it was not my favorite, definitely some flaws with it, but definitely it was interesting and showed a lot of potential. So that's going to be it for me, uh, if you want to like, comment, leave a review, whatnot, uh, follow any socials I set up, uh, all that will be in the process, but uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, uh, thank you for listening and I will see you around. Take it easy.